Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from San Diego is Tanya Wise. Tanya is Corporate Director of Compliance, Sharp Healthcare. And so we speak on the topic, your audit plan is on point, but how is your monitoring game at the 2022 HCCA Compliance Institute, which will be taking place in Phoenix from March 28th through 31st. Tanya, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today and for being a part of the program. Thank you, it's a pleasure to be here. My pleasure too. Now, I know this question is kind of basic and foundational, but can you define the difference between auditing and monitoring? They often tend to get talked about together, but they really are two different things. Absolutely. So auditing is really the evaluation of a problem, right? It's where you start to dig in and you figure out if you have an issue, whether you're auditing codes or claims or you're doing sanction checks or auditing your privacy processes. Um, It's where you really start to figure out what's going on. You're getting the pulse. You're figuring out if you have a problem. Monitoring tends to come in on the back end after you have figured out that, yeah, you kind of do have a problem. So with the monitoring, that's typically where I like to call it the follow up. You know, the auditing is the diagnostic visit, but the monitoring is your follow up. So everyone behaves well after corrective action plan, right? You get an audit, you get some bad results, you put some things in place. Everybody promises to be good and life moves on. The monitoring comes into place to make sure that's exactly what happens. So we like to go back and pull some claims, make sure that everything that we put into place during the CAP process is still in play today and that our scores and results are still good. And that's certainly what you want. You know, this shouldn't be a one-time remediation. A remediation should have long legs to it and become a part of the way that business works. So what are the key elements of the compliance program that should be monitored? So there are many areas that you could definitely monitor when you are thinking about where to focus your energy. Um, Some of the things I like to start with are government audits, for example. If you have been recently audited by CMS or the OIG, um, they've taken an interest in in some of your billing or your processes, that is probably an excellent thing to add to your monitoring program. Because after the government comes through and they find results, you really don't want to be in a position where you continue to have those problems. Anytime you perform an internal audit and you have less than stellar results, that's another excellent time to add those things to your monitoring plan. It's not something you're going to do immediately, but you need to start thinking 12, 18 months down the road, this is something I need to come back to. Um, Anytime you've had corrective action plans in place or after the cap has closed, again, come back and do some monitoring later. And then anytime there's been a handoff in process or a change in process or a significant change in regulatory requirements or billing requirements that the organization has had to implement, those are also good times to come back and do some monitoring after the fact and make sure that those changes were implemented successfully. And it's often the case that changes are only made part way or people don't realize that now that the change is made, that the monitoring is looking for the wrong thing, not what the right thing is. Now, are there any aspects of the compliance program that may seem to be worthy of spending a lot of time monitoring, but really aren't that instructive as to the program's health? So this is going to sound like a super generic answer. 
But my perspective is something that doesn't carry a real risk. So for example, I may have someone come to me and say, Tanya, you know, I've identified that group ABC is, is not following this particular regulation. And as compliance, of course we care. We absolutely care. But then my next question is, okay, well, what regulation are we violating? And what is the risk to that? So I, I, you really have to have, in my opinion, a, a risk tolerance level. And if there's something that someone's bringing to you that's a concern they've identified, it's going to be extremely resource heavy and the risk is very, very minimal. Um, there's no financial consequences. There's no chance of exclusion. There's no chance of, you know, really getting in trouble for this. It's just something that is a good to have in place, but not necessarily running a regulatory risk. I think you've got to put your energy and your focus in the places that are truly going to represent a risk to your organization before you tackle and spend a lot of resources into something that's not going to yield a lot of results. Yeah, and that's something I think it comes from experience is realizing that your hair doesn't need to catch on fire for everything that's possibly wrong. Now, what resources are needed to effectively create a strong monitoring program? I think having the right staff in place is a big one. You just said it yourself a second ago, having that experience to understand, you know, when your hair needs to catch on fire and when it doesn't. So having a good staff is top of the line must. And then really from there, I would say having access to the right programs, having access to the right EMR, to the billing software, to anything that may, you know, you may need to access in order to effectively monitor a change, a process, you know, a follow-up, whatever the case may be. So having the right software and then having good software for your own department. You know, I know a lot of people will swear by, oh, I can do it in Excel spreadsheets. Well, sure you can, but ultimately if someone comes knocking and wants to see the results of your efforts, it's really nice to have good software in place that can spit out reports where you can show exactly what your monitoring process has been, exactly what your tools are and exactly how you've been doing things versus handing on an Excel spreadsheet. So I think those are all really important to being able to create a strong monitoring program. And then ultimately staying on top of it. Yeah, now in terms of staying on top of it, when's the right time to act when you see something is awry that you monitor? You don't wanna to jump too soon based on a temporary blip, but you also don't wanna to wait too long. Yes, you are absolutely correct. So going back to something I mentioned earlier, folks are always on their best behavior after they get a corrective action plan. So my typical MO is to wait after an initial audit has taken place or um, a government audit has taken place. I like to go in anywhere from six to 12 to 18 months later, truly depending on a few things, how long it took to close the corrective action plan, how long the new processes have been in place, and then you know, how long it's been since the problem was identified. So typically six to 12 months is a good time to go back in and take another look. And what I really like to do is I don't like to go in, pull a sample and call it done. I like to have four quarters of clean data 
after we have a corrective action plan or you know some we've identified some negative results so i like to go in once a quarter for the next four quarters once i start that monitoring monitoring process six to 12 months later and perform four solid quarters of good data once we do that we can leave it alone and then we can revisit it maybe 18 months down the road and take a probe sample to make sure everything still looks good but I think you really do lay out a, a good strategy there for staying on top of things, but not sort of over concentrating. I mean, it's sort of, I think of the analogy about when you make an investment, don't check the stock price every single day or during the course of the day. You need to take a longer view to understand really where you are and if you're trending the right way or the wrong way. That is a great analogy. Glad you liked it. Glad you liked it. And glad you're going to be leading a session at the 2022 Compliance Institute on your audit plan is on point, but how was your monitoring game? So Tanya, I want to thank you for sharing these insights with us. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletaup from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.